The gospel tells us that Jesus and his mother were guests at a wedding in Cana. But we have no idea who the bride and the bridegroom were since the Apostle John chose not to mention their names. And neither did the Apostle refer to Mary by her name, calling her only the mother of Jesus. In fact, nowhere in John's Gospel does the Apostle use Mary's name, which is a very curious thing, considering it was to him that Jesus entrusted the care of his mother until her death, and it was to his mother that Jesus entrusted the care of the apostle, and through the apostle, all believers in the church until the end of time. So why these very odd omissions of names? The Apostle wants us to focus on the mystery of who Jesus is. We moderns, however, cannot help seeing Jesus as somewhat, well, rude, or at the very least, cold and aloof when he addressed his mother, saying, Woman, how does your concern affect me? My hour has not yet come, so what is going on here? The Blessed Virgin did then what she does now. She interceded with her son for those who needed help. The couple faced serious embarrassment when the wine ran out. It was their responsibility to make sure all the wedding guests were well supplied with food and wine for the feast. Now keep in mind, in those days, a wedding feast could have easily lasted for several days and nights. Mary approached her son about the wine situation. For Jesus, however, there was more than wine at stake. Biblically, wine is the blood of the grape. Wine was an essential part of the Seder meal of Passover in which the chosen people are called to gather and zakar, remember, a sacred moment in which the action of God from the ancient past is not merely recalled as an historical event to be honored, but rather a living moment being made present in the here and now through the very act of zakar, remembering. In other words, God is as real, vital, saving, and redeeming at every Passover as he was at that first Passover. For Jesus, however, Wine was to take on a whole new dimension for his disciples, his church. Wine was to become part of the new zakar, the new command to remember, to do this in memory of me. Wine and bread were to bear the eternal weight to become his body and his blood in the new Passover feast, the Eucharist in which by the power and authority of Jesus' word, that is all the power and the authority of his Father's word, Jesus makes himself truly present wherever his people gather, as tonight, to zakar, to remember, to do this in memory 
of him. You recall in the gospel there are six stone water jars that he ordered the servants to fill to the brim, each holding up to 30 gallons. They were used not simply for ritual purification. They had a very specific purpose. Be used to, for purification by those who had come in contact with a corpse, with a dead person. Just as the water turned to wine came from vessels to purify those who had contact with the dead, so Jesus would purify us, vessels dead in sin, with wine that by his word becomes his blood, a divine nourishment that gives eternal life. But this could only happen when he completed his Hour, the hour of the cross, the hour of salvation for every human being. Now Jesus, as God, understood this. Mary did not. And yet Jesus could not then, nor can he now, deny what his mother asks of him, because whatever she asks is motivated by love. Using that expression, woman, was not disrespectful, although we moderns think it is. It was normally used to address women, but never, never one's own mother. I suspect Mary and anyone who was in earshot around Jesus would have been taken aback by such an unusual address to want to his mother. So why would Jesus speak to her that way? Precisely because it was so strange, so unusual, so shocking. It was the means to indicate to her and through the gospel to us that he was about to embark on his public ministry. He was in the process now of making his journey to his hour, the hour of his passion. And there was to be an entirely new relationship between he and his mother. Her role as mother of Jesus was to be broadened in ways she could not have imagined, become now the mother of the Savior, the mother of all his disciples until the end of time. And how did Mary react? Incredibly, she didn't even blink an eye. Now, how many mothers here have sons? Raise your hands. Okay. Now, if you went up to your son and you asked your son to do something for you, and he said to you, woman, how does your concern affect me? Tell me honestly, how would you have responded and remember you are in church? <laughs> I see some of the faces. Yeah, I, I, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll bet it sounds something like this. Buddy, I'm going to give you three seconds to reconsider and change that answer. And if you don't, I'll show you just how much it's going to affect you. <laughs> Mary, however, simply turned to the service and said, do whatever he tells you. The only words, by the way, 
the Apostle John records coming from the mouth of the Mother of God in the whole Gospel. And truly, they are the only words we need to hear from her, and more importantly, put into practice. Mary had no idea what Jesus would do. But from the moment of her encounter with the Archangel Gabriel 30 years earlier, she knew that if God the Father could be trusted, if God the Holy Spirit ignited the divine life within her womb, surely God the Son must be trusted to do something that he who submitted to his mother and his stepfather in humble obedience in all things would not now or would ever refuse her plea for an act of mercy. Jesus, fulfilling the command to honor one's father and mother, does so, while also honoring his heavenly father's will not to reveal himself fully until the appointed the gospel gives us a glimpse of the changing relationship between our Lord and his mother. He knows the hour of the cross is coming. Mary does not. He knows all the potential that dwells in his mother. Mary does not. But Mary does what we all can and must do. Trust that her Son, her Lord, our Lord, will do something when asked. And she still speaks to us through the gospel, instructing all of his disciples to the end of time, do whatever he tells you.